Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to The Morning Briefing. I'm your host, Eric Dame. Jake Hughes is your producer and ConnectingVets.com. That's your website. Entercom Radio's ConnectingVets.com is connecting vets every day through a variety of programs and through a variety of information. Yeah, we've got great audio like this show and the Vet Story podcast, but we've got a lot more than that. We've got video. Jake Hughes just shot a video of him doing the Army's new PT tests after he's out of the service. I don't know how well that's going to go, but when that video is up, you'll be able to see it on ConnectingVets.com. And of course, we have great articles focusing on what's happening in the veteran community news-wise, benefit-wise, like the Benefits in My Backyard series done by Jonathan Copanger. You should check out all of that on the website, ConnectingVets.com, and by following us on social media where we are at ConnectingVets on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Our next guest wants to get you into a home. And he wants to do it in a pretty interesting way, and we're going to talk to him about that right now. His name is David Gran, and he is the CEO and founder of MilitaryByOwner.com. David, good morning. How are you today? Hey, Eric. Thanks for the opportunity to be here. Absolutely. A pleasure to have you in studio. And before we talk about your business and the the pretty interesting things that Military By Owner is doing out there, let's first talk about David Gran. Who exactly is David Gran and where did you where did you come from? When did you join and what did you do in the military? Well, I, I kind of grew up on a small lake in northern Illinois and my dad was a Navy pilot before he uh, um, became an airline pilot. So I was always around the military. I always had... Uh, kind of that in the back of my mind. I went to college in uh, Southern Illinois in Carbondale in an aviation program. And uh, towards my junior year, I was a flight instructor, and I'm out there on the flight line one day, and this uh, Marine lieutenant comes up in dress blues, and there was uh, another pilot over to the side. They brought a little training aircraft in, and he's got looks like he has this big secret. <laughs> and a big secret, he's kind of looking around left and right, making sure nobody else was listening. And he goes, do you know anybody here that wants to fly high-performance aircraft? And I just hit, broke out laughing because, you know, here were all these young guys <laughs> flying airplanes. And we're like, yeah, everybody here. And he said, do you want to go for a ride? And I'm like, sure. You know, next thing you know, I'm in the uh, PLC program. That <laughs> summer I uh, went to OCS in Quantico uh, for a 10-week program. Uh, when I graduated from SIU, uh, I got commissioned. This was in August of 1983, so probably a little bit further back than a lot of the guys you've been interviewing lately. Nah, some of them. And, some of them, though, predate you by quite a bit. Well, that's good. I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. Uh, you know, so I, I got a commission in the Marine Corps and uh, went to the basic school, and my hopes and dreams were crushed a little bit. Because uh, they said after I got my flight contract that when I was at the basic school that, hey, your eyes are going to deteriorate a little bit faster, and I lost my flight contract. Mm. And that was before I even left the basic school, so it's not like I was even in the flight program at all. Um, And I became an artillery officer. And uh, so I, at that point in time, I was so motivated about being in the Marines, I wasn't even thinking about uh, doing anything different. 
Yeah, so I ended up in Camp Lejeune in 4th Battalion, 10th Marines, and uh, spent there a couple years there as an artillery officer. And because I was a reserve commission, I had to augment to become a regular officer to stay in the Marine Corps. Mm. Uh, so there was a really elaborate process of boards and things like that because we were all competing for these regular commissions. And uh, ultimately, I got augmented to a regular commission, but they changed my MOS. Uh, so uh, after about my third year in the Marine Corps, I became an intelligence officer. Mm. So instead of PCSing, I just moved down the street to 2nd Battalion, 4th <laughs> Marines. Uh, it was a um, S2 for an infantry battalion for several years, which uh, was an awesome experience. And I look back on that as probably one of my, you know, probably one of the things that really helped me throughout my career is being in 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines. And then, uh, you know, I spent the rest of my career going in various jobs uh, in intelligence. Probably the highlights for me were um, three MU deployments, one to the Mediterranean, a couple to the Persian Gulf. Uh, this is obviously pre-9-11. Right. Um, you know, so when a lot of the Marine Corps was not deploying, I was deploying. And nowadays, it was just the opposite. Everybody's deploying. Yeah. Now, coming from the family and being the son of a Navy pilot, and he finds out you joined the Marine Corps, what was Dad's reaction to that? Yeah, it was kind of a hilarious phone call. <laughs> I, I called home, and you know, I didn't even say anything about joining the military at all at this point. I was kind of on the track for an airline job, I think. And uh, I called my dad, and I said, Hey, Dad, I just joined the Marine Corps. He goes, You did what? And I said, it's in the Department of the Navy. And he goes, what part is that? And I go, the best part. And he hung up on me. And that was the last time you he ever spoke to me. your father. Yeah, it was, it was more fun and games right. than anything else. But uh, no, I mean, I, I have a son. Uh, my, I have four boys. My youngest son is a Navy CB right now. Mm. And he's, he's deployed to Africa at this moment. And, you know, so my wife's, my wife's father was a... Uh, boiler tech in the Navy uh, during World War II. My dad was a Navy pilot. Uh, my youngest son is a Navy CB. Apparently, I'm the only Marine in the family. Yeah. So, What, what was wrong with you? I, I mean, mean what's wrong with them? <laughs> no, see, as a Navy veteran, I'm fully on their side. What was wrong with you? There must have been some high-tension power lines around or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. That, I don't know. <laughs> caused something like that. But we're speaking with David Graham, founder and CEO of MilitaryByOwner.com. He is also, of course, a Marine Corps veteran. Now, David, if you think back to the time when you got out of the Marine Corps, what was that period? like that transition period going from marine to civilian to marine corps veteran and what were some of the lessons that you learned during it that you think might help people today yeah well i had probably a little bit more unusual transition than most people have to deal with because my wife sharon and i founded military by honor a couple years before i retired and really one of the decisions that helped us make the decision to retire was the fact that military by honor was starting to take off and, you know, I, I was not ready to retire. I, I was enjoying myself. I, I love the Marine Corps. Um, but it was kind of like, this is not going to happen again. I need, I can't divert my attention to two different ways. I either got to give my all to the Marine Corps or I got to give my all to this company. And I chose to retire at that time. You know, so my transition was pretty simple, if you will. Right. That first year, we were a little bit nervous whether we'd make it through the winter as far as financially. Um, but we did, and from then on, you know, we could pay our bills and we were good to go. 
when it comes to people who have a business idea in the military, I think a lot of them wait until after they're out to start things off. You did it while you were still in. Do you think that's a better way to go about it while you still have that kind of uh, financial security of the Marine Corps, the Navy, the Army, the Air Force still giving you a paycheck every month if you can do it? Yeah, I mean, the way I look at things is you don't want to quit whatever job you're in, whether it's your, you know, your active duty military or any other job. You want to get another income before you jump ship. Mm. Um, so I kind of think that's the best way to go. If you've saved up money and you could make it for X amount of time, then that's fine. Um, but you know, in my case, I was not going to stop one job until I had a way to support my family the other way. You know, so. You know, it's just a matter of, matter of personal choice. But what I would recommend to everybody is don't wait. Um, you know, I mean, w- one of the greatest things that uh, I learned in the Marine Corps was it's easier to get forgiveness than permission. You know, so sometimes you just got to pull the trigger. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Start off slow. Grow organically. You know, you don't need to go find seed money. You don't have to go find investors um, maybe in some businesses you do, but not all businesses. Sometimes you're better off just starting off slow and growing off your success. Mm. And that's something that we've heard from some of the most successful entrepreneurs out there. Yes, there are those who just kind of come out of the gates running and have a big idea and it blows up immediately. They're kind of few and far between. The The most successful, the largest number, largest percentage of successful veteran entrepreneurs and, and business starters seem to have started slow and kind of built up to yeah. get to the point where And you don't are. have to hit a home run. No. Everybody, you know, you read all these books, you hear all these great stories like Facebook and everything else, and, and you don't have to hit a home run. What you need to do is you need to be able to support yourself and or your family. That's all, you, that's your minimum that you have to do. Yep. And if you can do that, you can grow from there. We're speaking with David Grand, CEO and founder of MilitaryByOwner.com. And David, let's move on to talking about exactly what MilitaryByOwner.com is. Somebody walks up to you on the street, sees this stylish polo shirt that you're wearing, and says, MilitaryByOwner.com, what is that? What do you say to that person? Well, MilitaryByOwner is a real estate advertising website. We advertise homes for sale and homes for rent around all the military bases in the U.S., you know, so our goal is to help military families find homes when they're moving, advertise for sale or for rent homes that they have, you know, at their current duty station, and basically just try to reduce that stress of the PCS move by helping military families connect with one another, you know, during a pretty stressful and financially impactful time in their military life. It is something that I think each of us that served and lived or PCS at least once is is familiar with that that struggle in finding like all right now I've, I know where I'm going to work but where am I going to live when I'm down there every time I moved I think I served at seven or eight duty stations in 13 years so I moved around a lot and had to find a new place to live all but two of the times only or one time I think one or two of those uh, duty stations I lived on base and in, in the barracks and then other than that I was too high ranking even without a family to live in the barracks so had to go out in time, town didn't have anything like this, at least that I was aware of. Is that where the idea for the company came from? You and your wife realizing that there wasn't something like this available? Yeah, we were home on leave uh, back in 1999. We had just PCS from Germany back to uh, Northern Virginia. And uh, we're home for Christmas, and I'm talking to my dad saying, hey, we just bought a house. I said, boy, I hope we don't have to you know, lose money on this house when we sell it because a lot of times, you know, 
you move in pretty quickly, it, mm -hmm. it might not be the best idea to, to buy, but we did in this case. And he said, doesn't the military have anything to hook you guys up? And I said, you know, I don't know. So uh, this is kind of pre-Google being big. So I got on America Online and I did a couple searches, couldn't find anything, asked a few people. And that weekend, we drove down to Best Buy in Fredericksburg, Virginia, bought Microsoft front page for $129 and built the website that weekend. Um, you know, it's kind of like a Marine with crayons at that point, you know, just getting it all figured out. But, but you know, like any business, over time, you improve on things and you and you grow. And we're right now, we're in our fifth complete rebuild of the website mm -hmm. using it as a design company out of Chicago. How difficult is it to continue to adapt and adjust? As you said, going back to 99, I remember those days. I remember getting America Online CDs. I remember getting America Online floppy disks in the mail. What's it been like making sure that the website is kept up to date and, and isn't outdated and not functional? Yeah. Well, as a small company, you know, we can't have the R&D budgets of, you know, some of the big national players. Mm. But what we can do is we can see what, you know, our our visitors are looking for, what they're expecting, what they're getting used to. And then we just have to keep rebuilding and adjusting and, uh, you know, pivoting on whatever is the trend at that time. We have been successful at doing it for 18 years, um, you know, and I, I hope that we can continue to do it for another 18 years. We're speaking with David Grand, founder and CEO of Military by Owner, a company that works to basically get those PCSing or moving into the vicinity of a military base into a house, whether it's buying or renting. And just to do a little exploring, I just clicked on my home state of Connecticut. Of course, there's Subbase New London up there. You've got Coast Guard Station New Haven. There are a large number of houses for sale and for rent in the area of Subbase New London, specifically Mystic, Groton, Norwich, I mean, just all over the place. Yeah. Where do you find these houses? I mean, how, how do you go about sourcing the people that you're going to put on the website? You know, we work 325 different military markets across the country. And really, it's not a matter of trying to get people to find us. It's trying to put ourselves in front of them where they go. So so we we support a lot of different uh, uh, military events, you know, throughout the year, uh, like Army uh, Expos, Modern Day Marine. We uh, sponsor a military spouse event that goes around the country. And we also, um, you know, do a lot of advertising online and uh, um, things like this, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people out there who may have bought a home in the area of a military base. Let's say it's uh, you, you were in the Marine Corps. Some Marine down at Camp Lejeune thinks, I'm going to retire. I'm going to stay here in Camp Lejeune. Ends up getting a job in California and has to move and has to sell the house. How do they how, how do they go about doing that? And how can you help someone who's not looking for a place but looking to sell a place? Is there anything that you can offer to them? Right. So essentially, it's pretty simple. You just go to the website, militarybyowner.com, and you create an account, and you build your own advertisement. You upload your own images, you write your own description, and you put your contact information down, whether it's you personally, or if you have a property manager or a real estate agent, um, you can put their contact information down. And when people are looking for homes, they contact you or your representative directly. We're not the middleman. We're not a real estate company. We're an advertising company. Mm. 
And through that, I'm sure that you've had uh, some some things that have changed over the years as far as, as you already said, the website has had to change. You're in, you've gone through several iterations of the website. When it comes to real estate, what have you noticed as far as, you know, are there more people looking to rent these days, more people looking to buy, more people looking to sell? What are, what are you finding? Well, it's really market dependent, mm. you know, like, okay, so I'm trying to think of a place in the Navy where you've been. Let's, well, let's just say maybe you don't want to live out in the desert. So a lot of people, maybe they don't buy a house like out in the desert, Yeah, you know, or, or they're not planning on going back there to retire. But a lot of people will buy a home, say, in Northern Virginia or by Eglund Air Force Base in Florida or Pensacola because they want to go back there someday. So some of that is driven by not the market, but by where they want to go back to. Mm. Um, other parts of it, though, are driven by the market. And some areas, uh, you know, the trends are just that it makes more sense to buy or it makes more sense to rent. Another piece is deploying. In our family, uh, when I was going to deploy a lot, we lived on base. Uh, when I was not going to deploy a lot, we either rented or we bought, and the purchase decision was based more on economics. Mm. You, you know, when you go into a situation in the military when you got a future set of PCS orders, you got to have an exit strategy for that house if you're going to buy. Think about your exit strategy before you go buy your dream house. Like in three years, am I going to be able to sell this house? Mm. And if you think you can't sell it, then you got to say, okay, will I be able to rent it? And if you don't think you could rent it because of whatever reason, then you probably should rent yourself or live on base. Yeah. You know, so you just, I, what I would recommend to everybody is number one, uh, make sure you know your exit strategy before you buy. And number two is if you do buy, consider buying the smallest house in the best neighborhood that you feel comfortable in because by getting that price point down, when you do decide to sell it or rent it, you've just opened up the spectrum of the people who can afford it. And that's going to make it a lot easier for you on the way out. We're speaking with David Grant. He is the founder and CEO of Military By Owner. You can find out more about them by visiting their website, militarybyowner.com. Is it still growing, the company, as far as the locations? Or are you guys pretty set in where you are? I'm sure there are locations of military installations that you, you haven't really expanded to just yet. Yeah. What do you see as the future of the company? Well, the markets that we've been using are pretty, or that we've been supporting are pretty much the same and have been the same for a while. Every once in a while, we'll get a really small base that someone says, hey, how come you're not supporting this base? And we'll just add it. Um, we have not expanded overseas. Uh, it's This is... We're only in the United States uh, um, to include Puerto Rico and Guam. Uh, so that'll probably remain the same. Uh, but we're always trying to, to grow the number of people that are using the site uh, to find homes. So that's going to be you know, a, a constant effort on our part just to grow the popularity of the site. And Guam is a place that I was familiar with. And actually, interestingly, I was just thinking about it as you were talking because a lot of people I was stationed there with were purchasing real estate on the speculation that you were going to have a whole bunch of Marines from Okinawa coming down to Guam. Still hasn't happened yet. That was well, it's because, that about. you know, they were worried that the uh, island was going to tip over. Yes. Oh, God. Congressman Johnson. Oh boy. Yeah, let's 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 not rehash that uh, awful moment in the American congressional history. That poor admiral's eyes. You could hear them like just drying I think, out. I think the admiral handled it very well. <laughs> he did. Uh, no, no, Congressman. That is not a concern uh, at this time. He did leave it open for possibilities. Maybe they know something we don't. But yeah. 
when it comes to looking for uh, rental units, particularly, what are some of the things that people should keep an eye out for? And does military by owner do anything to vet the, uh, the, the houses that are available for rent? Do you have any way to know like, Hey, are these legit pictures or are these pictures of what the house looked like 10 years ago? Yeah, no, we, we don't vet the advertisements on there, but we do have an, a pretty aggressive uh, policy for dealing with uh, violations of our terms of use. Mm. And our terms of use does require that the pictures do represent the property. It's really not a matter of how old the pictures are, but they do need to represent the property. Right. Um, and you know, one of the biggest challenges for military families is that a lot of uh, a lot of us can't afford uh, to do a house hunting trip. So there's a lot of leases that are side, signed sight unseen. And I got to tell you, you know, sometimes you get forced into that situation, but you got to try to avoid it whether it's just asking your sponsor or a friend from a previous duty station that's already there to go and do like a FaceTime or something. Don't don't put them in a situation where they're making the decision for you. But like just say, hey, can you point the FaceTime camera under the kitchen sink for me? You know, go stand under the shower. Is my husband's head going to hit the shower head? <laughs> you know, things like that. And, and there is a uh, – we've been supporting – a, a group of military spouses uh, called Military Scouts, and you can find a lot of them. And what they do is they'll go and they'll go look at houses for you and do that um, and do that type of a FaceTime thing for a small charge, like twenty five bucks, thirty five bucks. So if you get into a bind and there's no other way that you can um, validate, or you're gonna you're about to sign a lease without seeing the house, check to see if there's a military scout there. You know, I mean if. That, that's just one way to kind of avoid that sight unseen problem. It is something that, you know, you can struggle with because when you PCS, you'd rather not be living out of a hotel for an extended period of time, although that often is the case with people. If you don't have the opportunity to go down there, you have two choices. One, live in a hotel for an extended period of time, or two, as you said, sight unseen, sign a lease. You know, maybe you're lucky enough to have a friend down there, but there are programs, like you said, like Military Scout, that will help people out with that. Um, when it comes to renting a, of renting a house for people who are moving into a new area, don't know the area that well, how would you recommend they go about trying to find out as much as they can about the area? Well, you know, there's... You know, on Military by Honor, we have a lot of different uh, resources for the areas where um, you can get some basic information. And then there's a couple bases that we've written uh, ebooks on that give you a lot more. But, you know, on the internet now, you can find out just about anything, you know. So, you know, one of the biggest things that people try to identify, particularly with school age kids, are, you know, what are the schools and, and, uh, what are the reputations of the schools? And, you know, there's different grading services out there that say how one school performs against another. Um, you know, that should be probably one of your first concerns if you have kids. But, you know, there's different things like walkability scores and things like that. How close are you to, number one, the base? What's the commute like? For instance, here in Northern Virginia, um, the commute is terrible. Mm. You know, if you're going north on 95, you're going to get stuck. You know, so sometimes you look at things like reverse commutes. And if you get talk to people and do a little searching and get that information, you're going to be way ahead of the game. 
really a lot of great information available through militarybyowner.com. Going to the website, you can click around and, and see a lot of things. There's resources. It also looks like you have links for people to find out more information about VA loans and things like that. Uh, Military by Owner certainly has a lot available for uh, those who are looking to PCS or looking for some place to live, and that's, that's an important part of life. We've been speaking with David Grant, founder and CEO of Military by Owner. And David, if people want to find out more about the website, if they want to reach out and maybe put a listing on there or find out uh, where you might have listings, how do they go about doing that? It's very simple. Just like, you know, our, day, our daily life, it's just uh, HTTP, excuse me, I'll just, we'll skip the HTTPS. It's <laughs> www.militarybyowner.com. That's with a B-Y-O-W-N-R. Uh, dot com, law lowercase. And we also have an Android app and we also have an iPhone app for home searching. Wow. So if you are someone who is in the real estate business around military locations, looking to PCS, looking to move into an area where there is a military base, that's a final question for you. Let's say someone's not in the military, but they're going to be living near, let's say Fort Meade, Maryland or something like that. Is military by owners a, a resource that you think they should take a look at? Yeah, absolutely. We don't restrict access to the site. We made that decision many, many years ago just to make sure that the enough choices are there for military families when they move into an area. So if you're, uh, you own a property that you want to advertise to the military, by all means, you can create an account and put it on Military by Honor. David Graham, founder and CEO of Military by Owner. That website again, militarybyowner.com. Thank you so much for joining us on the morning briefing today. We appreciate your time, even if you went against the grain for the family and didn't join the world's finest Navy and instead joined that Marine Corps thing. Yep, and I loved every minute of it. Thanks for the time here, Eric. <laughs> no problem. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.